I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there and welcome to episode number 523 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell and today, Amanda and I, in the words of a spam comment, we have some nice and valuable content. Amanda and I are catching up and we are talking about shoes we're trying to break in, video games we want to play, and all the books we've been reading this summer. Amanda's been into science fiction mysteries. I have read a whole bunch of genres, so grab a beverage and come visit with us. We're talking about summer reading. Hello and thank you to our Patreon community. Each pledge makes sure that the show keeps going and that every episode has a transcript hand compiled by Garlic Knitter. Hello, Garlic Knitter. Thank you so much to everyone in the Patreon community for supporting the show. If you like what we do and you would like to support the show, monthly pledges begin at $1. Have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. This episode is brought to you in part by my favorite comfortable washable shoes, Rothy's. I have never been someone who gets obsessed with shoes. Really? Foods? Absolutely. Romance pairings? No question. Shoes? Not so much. Until I found Rothy's. They are comfortable right out of the box. They have incredible styles. They have colors that I like so much, I want to own all of them. And they are, as you may have heard me say, washable. I went on vacation recently and did I bring Rothy's? Yes. Yes, I did. I brought two pair. I brought Blue Points because they make every outfit look like I am dressed up. They are stylish, they are comfortable, and they weigh nothing, so it is not a big deal to pack them. I'm not alone in loving the Point either. People Magazine named the Point the best flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. But the pair I wore the most were my lace-up sneakers. They stretch, they're comfortable, and they're washable. And after wearing them around volcanic dust, sand, and airports. They needed a visit with the washing machine and they came out looking like new. I love Rothy's a lot, not only because of how they look, but because of how long they last. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Sarah. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Sarah. This episode is brought to you by Ritual, a vegan-friendly multivitamin that's delivered to your door. Ritual is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. 
Ritual contains everything my body needs all in one place. I like Ritual because they never make me feel nauseated. And I like knowing what I'm putting in my body and why. And the packaging tells me everything. You can see where each labeled ingredient comes from down to its supplier, whether it's vitamin D from the UK or omega-3 DHA from microalgae in Canada. The transparent supply chain details where each ingredient comes from and why it's there. I like a nerdy vitamin. You won't find sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants. And I love how easy it is with Ritual. My multivitamins show up at my door every month, free shipping, always. I can start, snooze, or cancel my subscription at any time. I don't have to think about refills or buying more. They just show up right when I need them. These are supplements you can trust taking. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months when you visit ritual.com slash Sarah to start your ritual today. All right, let's get started on all of the things we're catching up on, but especially all the books we've been reading on vacation this summer. On with the podcast with me and Amanda. I have to tell you that I have a rule. I have a lot of rules. You know this, but I have a rule that I only check on Twitter twice a day, mostly for my mental health. Now, if some shit is going down, then I might look at it a couple more times. Oh, for sure. Because it's mess. Right. Like, oh, there is a drama. But John Mayer's um, live tweeting of the DOJ, the Department of Justice versus Penguin Random House. Every day I look at like the the previous day's recount of this trial and I'm like, wow, this is so wild. And I cannot imagine what this is like for people who work inside publishing to watch executives testify who like, like, we don't know how a book becomes a bestseller. It just happens like magic. So I just wanted to begin by thanking you for all of that magic that you have apparently (laughs) created as a book reviewer and a bookseller and a bookstore person and an events coordinator, clearly you're shooting unicorns out your butt here, right? Just unicorns are just flying out your butthole. Making books bestsellers with magic. I wish that were the case. Just magical wishy wishiness. It's all, it's all, it's all random. That's why we're random house. If I, if I had magical, like unicorn butthole magic. <laughs> I would well, not there's the title of this episode, Amanda and Sarah, <laughs> Unicorn Butthole magic. magic. I would not be wasting it on making people's books a bestseller. <laughs> Sorry. If, if, I had, if I had magical but, butthole, unicorn butthole bestseller magic, I would make different books bestsellers than the books oh, for that sure. sometimes are. But, you I know, do like a whole like men in black, you forget you saw this book even exists uh, <laughs> from your memory. <laughs> That's one of the so. weirdest things about book selling and book production. The amount of moral pressure. You should read this book. You should like this book. You should do this job for a very low wage because it is your passion. I have just unilaterally decided to excoriate should from my, my motivations in life. I feel like businesses might want to dial back on the moral should of like, reading books. Don't get me started on my like opinions about classics. I think classics are overrated. I think they're boring. And I think you shouldn't waste your time 
life is too short to read books that people think you should read. Who cares? I don't. Oh Uh, yeah. I mean, if that's, if you're genuinely interested and that's what you want to read, sure. Have at it. But like the whole literary canon bullshit, like, you are a superior person because I'm, you have I'm read these superior books. On I can camera see that. To Sarah, <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it. It's just like so much self-importance. And I think it's unnecessary. It's also super racist. Oh, hella sure. racist. <gasps> Linus, is he leaving? Or entering yeah. the uh, okay, Leaving. so you can't see this, but we record over Zoom, and over Amanda's shoulder, the door just very slowly opened, and I was like, "Cat or ghost?" <laughs> I mean, well, I think I mentioned to you the minute I start talking, whether it's on a podcast or Discord, um, he has to leave. He, he leaves. He's like, "I don't want to listen to you yammer on." Well, I'm getting yelled at by Wilbur, so that'll eventually be on the mic. He does Wilbur not. Wilbur is so like he just has a. Very chill disposition. For this episode, I wanted to do some catching up and talking about what we've been reading. But I have to tell you, uh, one of the other things I do first thing in the morning is go through the comments and, you know, release things from spam that have been caught in the spam filter. So someone commented in our, in our spam comments today that we have nice and valuable content. So thank you for the nice and valuable content. I won't go to the rest of the comment because the rest of the comment was spam and had nothing to do with us. But I'm just going to pretend that the nice and valuable content was meant for us personally. Okay. So go us. Nice and valuable content. So I have two things to tell you. Also a good good podcast title. Yes. Nice and valuable content. content. (laughs) That's a whole show. Nice and valuable content. A podcast. Because you know what we need more of? Nice and valuable content. And podcasts. (laughs) There's so many podcasts. We need more. So I have decided to do something truly terrible to myself. I have decided that I am going to try to buy and wear and break in a pair of Birkenstocks. Ooh, that's how I feel. Where are they? My, I bought some Doc Martens. (laughs) Oh, same, same thing. Same thing. Ah. It's a process. And I'm like, okay, speaking of like, speaking of moral authority, there is a certain person on Birkenstocks subreddits and groups that is like, no, the torture <laughs> is the point. And I'm like, no, my life is too short for torture. But oh, here's, uh, here's where it was. Uh, it gets warm here earlier than it did in New Jersey. It stays warmer here longer. And I can't walk around barefoot because I will start oh. to hurt. So I've been just wearing out sandals. I would buy sandals and then like by the end of the summer, they would be toast. And I'm like, this is really kind of annoying. The thing about Birkenstocks is, is you buy them and allegedly they last forever, but you have to go through the torture first. So I bought a pair and I have flat feet. My arches <laughs> collapsed a long fucking time ago and I used to dance. So like my, my feet are a process. And I was on point when I was 10 until I was 18. So like my feet have been through it. I have to say this is not fun. The breaking in process, they're supposed to like warm up and mold to your feet. And one is fine and the other is like, what are, what is this? This is terrible. Let's have some blisters, more blisters. How about a straight line of blisters? How I, about a whole strip? And I'm like, this is terrible. What am I doing wrong? And the only answer I found is keep going. It will be worth it. And I'm like, okay. I, I know you've already purchased your Birkenstocks. Yes, they're actually I, on my feet right now and I'm wearing socks and Band-Aids because... I am Team Chacos. Oh, I like those. 
My What's the soul look like? Shop? How 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 good is the soul? Is it smooth or is it grippy? No, the the bottom <laughs> of the shoe, the bottom. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No. So my brother is Team Chaco. He has uh, they're kind of like Tevas where. You know, they've got like the colorful straps and stuff like that. Or yep. you can get the more fashionable, like leather version, like right. I had. Right. No break in process. So comfy. I wear these to the bookstore. Um, the like other ones, the like hiking sandals have like a lifetime warranty. Oh. My brother's already gotten like his replaced. Like team, team Chacos. Good to know. Um, I will, I will consider this option. I'm still, yeah. I'm still wedded to the break in process. I've given myself to the end of the month before I like yeah. go seek real You've help. Committed I've committed. I've committed to new shoes. My docks are, are in no closer. I feel like I've tried the like wearing several socks to stretch out the leather and it's still so tight. So Ooh. I got them thrifted. So they weren't full price, but I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's, that's one th- I could not buy used Birkenstocks because that's someone else's footprint literally yeah. in the shoe. And I can't, cannot, cannot, cannot. Now, before yeah. I recap, what did you read on the beach? I also want to tell you, I am trying a new recipe tonight. Ooh. We are making gnocchi, but using instant mashed potato flakes for the dough. Ooh. I am very curious how this turns out. I make a sweet potato gnocchi. Really? Is this from the Cravings cookbook? Yes. And I just get the sweet potatoes that are in the plastic that you just pop in your microwave for eight minutes. Yeah. And then you peel them and mash them. And it's like that ricotta and flour. Yeah. That's it. Let's talk beach reading, shall we? Yeah. I just spent roughly two weeks on a beach. That's true, you did. In two different beaches. And I was on volcanic beaches. I was in Canarias, which are part of Spain, but off the coast of Morocco. And both, all of the islands are volcanic. So there's a lot of iron fillings and shavings in the sand. So if I left my Kindle on my blanket, iron would start adhering to the magnets on the front of the Kindle. I can tell you, A, I can tell you where all the magnets are and B, how much time I spent trying to get the magnets or the iron off of my Kindle was like a small piece of every day. Like, you know, when you plug in a USB and you have to keep flipping it over until it goes in right, I -hmm. used that amount of time trying to keep the iron off the face of my Kindle. And then I had to get a Q-tip and wipe the iron shavings out of the charging port. Like this thing was like, I love this beach. I wish to become part of it. Like if I left it alone, my Kindle would snuggle into the sand. (laughs) (laughs) It'd become one with the beach. It would. It would become one with the beach. But I did a lot of reading. So I have okay. books to report. And I know you went okay. to the beach. What did you read? I did. I don't think I did a lot of re- I am that person that's like, I'm going to bring a book when I travel. And then it sits untouched. <laughs> <laughs> it sits untouched. I did pick up a book. So the book that I carted with me to the beach that I did not read. <laughs> um, Your traveling rec- companion book? Yeah. I picked up on recommendation from Estelle at Forever, um, wonderful publicist Estelle. She had texted me if I had heard of or picked up this book called How to Fake It in Hollywood by Ava Wilder. Oh. She's like, have you read it? I need to talk to someone about it because I loved it. And so I picked, I bought this book with my own 
dollars based on Estelle's recommendation. Um, have not started it. Have literally just been carrying it everywhere. It's my little bus companion, my subway companion. <laughs> it's yours. Wait, what is it that you companion. get in in Portal that the little heart on it? Oh, the companion cube. Yeah, this is your companion book. <laughs> my companion book. So that's with me. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. I've most I've mostly been video gaming it up. Yeah. What have you been playing? Yeah. Well, several things. So there's three things that I've been playing. Um, at my partner's place, I started Super Mario Odyssey, and I am a have turned into a, a nightmare person for this game. Like you beat the game and you have to find these little moons. You find moons by like finding secrets or doing levels or whatever. Right. And there's 999 moons in the game. And I am just on a quest for moons all the time. (laughs) So like, I'll go over to his place and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do whatever you need to do. I don't care if you play Warcraft. What I, I need to get moons. I need to grind for the moon. And I'm just sitting grinding for the moon, by the way, would be a great podcast. (laughs) It's probably a Chuck Tingle book. Let's be honest. Grinding for the moon by my butt. Yeah. No, I, I, Uh, we we have to incorporate the, uh, sparkly unicorn (laughs) magic. Butt magic. (laughs) Um, I love some sparkly unicorn butt magic while you grind for the moon. And then I picked up a game called Stray, which I've been enjoying playing by myself. You are a little stray cat Aww. in like a cyberpunk world. Um, so you're, it's a little spooky. It's spookier than I thought it would be. But yeah, you're just a little cat with a backpack in this like dystopian cyberpunk setting. Oh, and a lot of people cool. have like modded the game so you can look like your own cat. Or someone made a Garfield mod where you look like Garfield the cat in the game. <laughs> it's ridiculous I'll, let me see if I can find this I stuff. love when people make mods that are just I wanted to look like Garfield so here you yeah. go and then I needed a break from the moons okay and Tara has reviewed this on the site Hades and I tried playing oh, Hades. Hades she loves that yeah. game I tried okay. playing Hades a couple months ago at Brian's apartment uh-huh. And I was having one of the worst allergy attacks of my life. So, so I you weren't allergic to it, but you were just miserable. <clears throat> yeah, I was miserable. I wasn't doing very well. And I'm like, this game is stupid. I'm never going to play it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should give it another chance now that I have all of my faculties. I get it. I get it now. I get why Tara loves it. I love it. It's so much fun. I want to kiss everybody everybody is so hot in that game um (laughs) everyone is so hot everyone is so attractive in that game um and i like the kind of replayability like we'll link to tara's review which is pretty spot on about why it's so enjoyable but like two of the three games i can only play when i'm at my partner's apartment so i'm always angling be like hey can i just like come over for a little bit in your AC and play video games, please. Listen, I would date a person for their AC and their video games. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, just the one book that I've been carting around <laughs> with me. And then video games. Those that's a that's my relaxing. But you read a bunch on the beach. You said. I did. So you I actually read a, got stuff done. I read a ton. It's 
One of my favorite things about being on vacation is that my responsibilities are like a list of four things. Get up, have a coffee, put on sunscreen, go to the beach, read a book. Make sure you eat something at some point. Look at your phone. And the thing about Spanish culture that I missed a lot is that lunch is usually like two, three o'clock. It's a long meal. And then there is nap time built in to the schedule. It's just so friggin' hot that you yeah. Yeah, there's nap time. Like I went to school there, even in high school, my schedule was like nine to one. And then I went home for lunch and siesta. And then I came back at like five until seven. I had a very um, long lunch and a very long nap every day. I love that. It was just so civilized. So we would get up, have coffee, put on sunscreen. And of course, TSA confiscated our sunscreen because we fly carry-on and they were like, oh, this is too big. And I was like, well, shit. So I had to go into the pharmacy in Spain and I'm not super great on pharmacy Spanish. Like I had to ask for a lot of help with that, but I was like, well, TSA took my sunscreen because it's so dangerous. And she's like, well, let me show you more dangerous sunscreen right over here. And they were actually super great because there's the, the, the different formulations outside of the U.S. have completely different chemicals and processes yeah. in them. And they, they go on. They're not sticky and gluey. It's so nice. So I just like bought a bunch of sunscreen. So my, my one thing to do today is you know, put on sunscreen, go to the beach, read a book, get up, eat lunch, have wine, back to the beach, read a book, go to bed. Like my day is great. Sometimes I read Reddit. Sometimes I read a book. I will say uh, beach reading. Uh, Brian was also at the beach, the very pale person that he is. His beach reading was, uh, looking on Reddit. So he, he plays a game called Civilization. Yeah. 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 His beach reading was the Civ subreddit. subreddit. I mean, that's perfectly (laughs) fine. So that's perfectly fine. (laughs) So his beach reading. Here is a recap of what I read. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
So I read two memoirs, some of one series and some of another series. Okay. So I read Wishful Drinking by Carrie Fisher. Okay. I read that, that in one day. I feel like I read one of, I listened to one of her, other, the Star Wars one. Oh, uh, The Princess um, Diarist. Yes. I was listening to that one. Um, and I think she had just died or she, I think she had died while I was listening to oh, it. It was no. a library hold. Oh no. And it, yeah, I couldn't finish it afterwards. It was, but like hearing her in my head, like reading her stuff was really great. I'm getting yelled at by the cat. I don't know if you can hear this, but he's just no. yelling at me. Could Never. you just, could you just not yell at me? Here, have food. I throw food on the floor for you, you weirdo. Um, the next memoir that I read it was a lot it was a lot a lot but I had a really hard time putting it down so incredible amounts of praise to the ghostwriter I read down the rabbit hole by Holly Madison which oh, is her right. yeah her, that. her like memoir about her time living in the Playboy Mansion and you know being Hugh Hefner's number one girlfriend because usually he has several what does that even mean well, I found out in the book, number one girlfriend means you live in a bedroom in the Playboy Mansion that's attached to his bedroom and it's basically a closet. That's what the number one girlfriend is. And the house is like, they, they, he doesn't own the Playboy Mansion. He rents the rooms out of the Playboy Mansion. The Playboy company owns the mansion. There's just like, it's dirty. It's old. That There's dog pee everywhere. Like it's super gross. And Hugh is... Ugh. But yeah. I, yeah, it was it was hard reading sometimes because there's a lot of patriarchal bullshit standards going on in yeah. the Playboy Mansion, to put it mildly. But Holly Madison's memoir is really, really good. So props to her and her ghostwriter because I had a really hard time putting it down. I'm about to start a memoir that's getting a lot of buzz. And I got like an advanced um, audio copy what? of it. Uh, Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died. I have read so many excerpts of this. I have seen people discussing it in a bunch of different gossip subreddits. It is going to be a rough read, but I fucking love the title and the cover. Yeah, I got an advanced audiobook copy of it. So I, I would love to dig into it while I'm working on my craft project. Yeah, so I'm, I don't, do a lot of memoirs and when I do I do audio um so that's one that I'm excited for but very nervous because it seems heavy stuff yeah well I mean the title is I'm glad my mom's dead yeah okay so those are your two non-fiction those are my two non-fiction I am very curious about this memoir too so then I read so you know um Catherine Moon Yes. Who wrote uh, A Lady of Rook's Grave. Yeah, that manor. Tempting Monsters, A Lady of Rook's Grave Manor. So I read the sequel, The Company of Fiends. I didn't enjoy it as much as Lady of Rook's Grave Manor, but if you like monster fucking, there is lots. Yeah. At the theater. There's a lot of theater fucking. But then (laughs) Catherine Moon also wrote a series called The Sweet Pea Mysteries. And it starts okay. with the Baker's Guide to rich, Risky Rituals. And then the second one was the Knitter's Guide to Banishing Boyfriends. Are these, they sound very different than the monster fucking book. They are. Okay. There, there was a lot 
a lot less fucking. Like I kept waiting okay. like, all right, so there's a lot of emotional development. I'm here for that. And there's some friend drama. Okay. And there's some lusting. There's lots of lusting. But the premise is a motorcycle club that's actually made up of demons from the hell, bowels of hell, has arrived in this town of Sweet Pea because Sweet Pea is just so freaking twee and sweet and good and wonderful. Hell is like, uh uh-uh, now we got to destroy this place. And the reason that it is the way it is, is in part because of a group of witches who live there, one of whom is a kitchen witch, one of whom is a knitting witch, and one of whom is kind of scary and we're not sure, like call her basement witch. And then there's a, a plant witch. And they're part they're, of the they're reason. They're like, you are not disrupting our peace here. Yeah, excuse me. Demons. We worked really hard to keep this place mellow um, so y'all can fuck off. But the, of course, the problem is that all of these demons in human form are kind of hot and they're yeah, kind of into the course. witches, which is a bit of a problem. So they're committed to destroy the town and the witches are committed to defend the town. And then there's knitting and cooking and patisserie and... Course. Yeah, and there's terrible, terrible men who get destroyed, which is nice, yeah. which is very nice. Manipulative dudes who groom and and abuse people, they get they get destroyed. That's pretty great. But there was surprisingly little sex, and I kept looking at Adam, going, "I'm enjoying this, but where's the fucking? I was expecting yeah. more fucking, but I should yeah. have known from Sweet Pea Mysteries." Yeah. I should have figured that out, but I like them. They were all right. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend them to someone who's like, I wish to read all of the fucking in all of the ways that that's not what's yeah. in here. There's some, there's some, but there's not a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. And then the last thing I have to tell you about is something you will absolutely hate. Oh, I was like, love? <laughs> no, this is not for Amanda's. There is a mystery series that's on KU it is published, I think it's by Bookature. Yes, Book book Couture, Book Couture, Bookature. I don't know how to say that. Um, <laughs> it's a cozy mystery series in a small town with a heroine who writes obituaries. So, of course, she has to get all up in the dead people's business. And, of course, it's one of those small towns in England where everyone dies like every other week. Someone is murdered, yeah. but no one finds this alarming. Hello, this is Sarah from later during editing. Did I completely forget to mention the name of this book? Yes. Yes, I did. The book that I am talking about right now is called Mystery on Hidden Lane. It is the Eve Mallow series, and I will link to it in the show notes. But wow, forgot to mention the title. Good going past me. So present me is fixing it. Now back to the podcast. So there's one... Eve will always tell her dog what's going on. Like there's a chapter where she tells her dog what's happening in the case. There's always some scenes where she tells the lady who she works at the tea shop and makes all the pastries. She works at the the, the tea shop with the person who owns the tea shop and makes all the pastries. There's going to be a scene where tea shop lady needs to know the tea. You haven't told her everything. So they literally sit down with tea and then Eve fills her in. And then she always ends up in danger because she is sleuthing without a license, I guess, or she's just, she's an obituary writer. So it's, it is very predictable, but my goodness, they are, you know how some books are like Pringles potato chips, just one after the other, and then you get to the bottom of the tube and you're like, well, now I'm out of Pringles. How did that happen? I just started this can. And then like two seconds later, they're gone. This is a step above Pringles, but it's not like mainlining cookies. Like what's a stack of something that is, has some body to it but 
isn't like a potato chip. Maybe it's like a, a sleeve of Ritz crackers. I could destroy. I was gonna this. say cracker, like yeah. a buttery. These cracker. are these are like buttery cracker books. Yeah, like okay. I I could destroy a sleeve of Ritz crackers or or the club crackers with all the butter. I could destroy those. Ooh, no, yeah, no, no I problem. have some of those in my pantry that I'm probably gonna house after this. I think podcast. you should do that. Hell Cheese yeah, and crackers for sure. I also make sourdough discard crackers for Adam, and they're super. It's very very. Very simple. It's two tablespoons of butter and um, three quarters of a cup of the discard from my sourdough starter when I'm feeding it. Um, melt the butter, mix in the starter, add seasoning. So usually what I do is buy a container of the everything bagel seasoning and then just Ooh. put that all up in there and then sprinkle a little salt on the top. And then you yeah. bake them for 10 minutes so that you can cut them and then bake them for an hour and that's it. It's butter and sourdough starter and seasoning. They're that's so crispy it. and little. But I could put away a sleeve of those too. So yeah, these are more like cracker books. Like you could just eat one after the other and be very happy and very snacky, but you're still mainlining the same flavor. It's fine. It's fine. So I'm really pleased that I can find like series like that. I like a good cracker book. A little cracker, a little plain sometimes. Right. Like I, I can't read like 10 in a row because then I'm gonna be like, is it time for her to say, yep, it's time for her to say that. Oh, are we going to the, yep, we're doing it. <laughs> oh, time to walk the dog and recap the case. Let's go for yeah. a walk. <laughs> and there's a lot of descriptions like, like when they're describing the pastry. Oh, and the, the tartness of the cream was set off perfectly by the flaky buttery crust and it takes a side trip. It's always def- a flaky buttery crust. Yeah, like it, it, it takes a side trip into food porn, maybe. Always, but that's what I've been reading in the two weeks that I was away, along with magazines. Long, along with magazines. Magazines. So what? Well, you get them from your library. I do. I get all my magazines. But from I my know library. you do that, but I still can't. Like, I still picture you with like a stack of magazines that you've just like shoved into your carry-on. No, 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 just a tablet. I did bring embroidery with me. Elise sent me an embroidery kit for my birthday. So I brought the kit with me and I would sit on the planes and listen to podcasts or listen to an audiobook and embroider. That was very nice. And my needle and tiny scissors didn't get confiscated, unlike my sunscreen, which is a clear and present danger. That is wild. Somebody might not get a sunburn. That's too dangerous. No, no, no. That's wild. I know. No, I've been, when I cross stitch, I've been watching a lot of, uh, like D and D campaigns. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm watching Dimension Twenties campaign called A Crown of Candy, um, which As is like you... set in this like candy food kingdom. Oh, like Very that good. one course on Mario Kart where you drive through syrup and <laughs> crash into ice cream yeah. cones. That's one of my fi- my kids hate that hate that one, and I love that one. I. I love a rainbow road, but in general, I'm bad at Mario Kart. So one thing that my older child always does when we travel is he will pack his switch and the dock and the cable and then enough controllers so that wherever we are, he sets up video game space for us. Like if we're in an Airbnb, he'll plug it into the TV so we can play. We've played Mario Kart in so many different countries around the world. I like, feel like so yeah, many. You, when last time you traveled, you were like, "Yeah, we're playing Mario Kart." Right yeah, now. in Portugal, played Mario Kart. It was cold and rainy, so we got snacks and wine for me and for Adam, and we played Mario Kart. But I played Mario Kart around the world, and it's really fun. 
but we all have our favorite courses. Mine is the one with the with the food. It's like, where is Sarah Mario Kart? Yeah. Where in the world is Sarah Mario Kart? Where in the world have we played Mario Kart? All Do you the have like your specific characters? Do you all pick the same? Sometimes we all pick different colors of the same character. Like there's different Yoshi. So we're all a different color Yoshi. And then uh, invariably, I will think I'm controlling a character that I am yeah. not controlling. And my actual car is in the wall, yeah. like spinning. Done, I have done that for oh, sure. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm looking at your box. Sorry. <laughs> not even looking at my own screen. And then my older child prefers... Who does he prefer? I think he prefers um, Metal Mario or or Bowser, but he like researched the best car character weight combos. Of course. And Adam almost always goes for for Yoshi. That tracks. Yeah. I feel it. It tracks. (laughs) So what is next on your reading list in addition to the book you're carrying around with you? Yeah, my book companion. Your your book companion, Uh, Cube. The memoir. I've mentioned this on the site. I'm very excited about, was it Station Eternity? It's like the sci-fi cozy mystery. Yeah, Solar murders. Yeah. So that mid, one is... Let's just take a minute. Yeah. Mid-solar murders. Yeah. Somebody um, had a great idea and I love this. Mid-solar I, murders? I I might wait for it not to be 90 degrees here before I start reading that because it seems like a cozy read and I want to be cozy when I read it. And it's hard to do that when it's 96 and you live in an apartment with no central AC. So I I understand <laughs> completely. I, like, um, yes, I get it. Yeah. And then there's this book that like, I haven't bought yet, but I keep eyeing and I want to buy it. It's called Drunk on All Your Strange New Words by Eddie Robson. And it's a like a sci-fi locked room mystery. The main character is kind of like a mediocre translator. And she's working as a translator for this like alien race, like a diplomat from an alien race. Whoa. And um the act of translating their words like gets her like drunk. Oh. Um, but then like she, you know, forms a friendship with like this diplomat, but then the diplomat winds up dying under mysterious circumstances. Ooh. And so she winds up obviously like trying to figure out what happened to like her friend, the police, you know, I think it's like set in like a futuristic New York it looks very interesting. And I, I feel like each day I get closer and closer to buying it. I mean, I, so. I do you need me to enable you? I think you should. <laughs> so right now we're in like a sci-fi mystery. I just read a book called Dead Silence, which was like um, space Titanic meets um, like the movie Ghost Ship, which I love. It's one of my favorite horror movies. So it's like, yeah, like a salvage team finds this luxury space liner that went missing on its maiden voyage, um, hanging out in space. And they're like, cool, we just hit jackpot. Like We can salvage all this shit off of this fancy ship. Not really thinking about like, why the hell did this ship disappear right like if you inherit (laughs) if you inherit a very creepy house on a hill that no one has been in for a while your first thought is 
well, something's going to kill me, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to become haunted. But it's very, it's very campy. You, you know, like you get introduced to the crew and there's like, the jaded captain and like the excited newbie and like the guy who thinks he can do a better job than the captain can. Yeah. Always that dude. Yeah. Super campy. Um, it, but it was fine. It was fun. But yeah, I've been on like a sci-fi mystery kick for sure. That's awesome. I have also been on a more mystery kick than Yours are more cozy, though. Mine are much more cozy. Yeah. I think it's that my brain wants problems solved. There are so many big problems that I can't personally solve that my brain is like, no, no, no. We need to solve problems. Let's solve all the problems. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to read like organizational books, too. Because, you know, I love a good problem solve. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Do not worry. I will have links to all of the books and the video games that we talked about and the D&D channel that Amanda is watching, and the mod of Pix if you want to play Stray and look like Garfield. We've got you. I've got all the links. Do not worry. At smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. But I want to know, what about you? What books have rocked your reading time this summer? What books have rocked your world? And am I doomed to be in agony for eternity while breaking in Birkenstocks? Is that what's happening here? Do you have a preferred Mario Kart course? I want to hear from you. I just want to hear all your thoughts. SBJpodcast at gmail.com or Sarah with an H at smartbitchestrashybooks.com. Whatever is easier for you to remember when you're done doing the things that you're doing right now, I would love to hear from you. As always, I have bad jokes because that is the best part of the show, right? I mean, obviously. This joke is from Allison. Allison sent me jokes. Allison, you're fabulous. Are you ready for Allison's joke? Because it's wonderful. What is orange and sounds like a parrot? What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot! (laughs) It's so silly. I love it. Thank you, Allison. You know, you can always send me jokes and it makes my entire week, right? I love it when you do that. So thank you for all the jokes you send in. On behalf of everyone here, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you back here next week. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcasting Network. You can find outstanding shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts. Carrot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.